0: Welcome to the Love Anarchy podcast in the relationship rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. And we explore the facets of a real conscious love. I'm Andrea Atherton, your host, psychotherapist, and founder of the Mindful Love Blueprint. Uncovering the obstacles that have kept you from experiencing the love that you have desired most. Sign up with a discovery call with me at AndreaAtherton.com. In today's episode, episode 119, we're going to dive deep into a topic that affects many of us at some point in our lives. How to spot emotionally unavailability. We'll be uncovering the five key signs and touch on whether it's the same as narcissism. Hey listeners, put on your ear pods, continue to clean the kitchen, curl up with your honey, or turn us up on your car stereo as we explore emotional unavailability. When I say The words emotional unavailability, is there someone that stands out in your mind? Have you ever felt like someone you care about just couldn't get you or be there for you emotionally? Perhaps they were distant, unaffectionate, or simply disinterested. You know, it's natural for us to be emotionally unavailable from time to time especially when life gets hectic or we need some personal space but what about those individuals who seem to be there 24/7 and they're consistent about being emotionally unavailable how can you spot them and more importantly protect yourself in toxic relationships emotional unavailability can manifest in various ways. And each of us as individuals have a different span or depth when it comes to emotions. It's just something to keep in mind. But in terms of this podcast, it can be characterized by indifference, avoidance, detachments, and that's among other signs. These characteristics can help you navigate these emotional waters. And first, we'll define what emotional unavailability is. In simple terms, it refers to someone who struggles to respond to your emotional needs and cues. It's like they have a big wall around their feelings. An emotionally unavailable person may find it challenging to express or handle emotions and have a difficulty getting emotionally close and vulnerable to others. This lack of emotional intimacy can be a warning sign of emotional unavailability in a relationship. In my work as a psychotherapist and relationship coach, I say that they are not comfortable feeling their own emotions, sharing them with others, or being present and responsive to someone else's feelings. The tricky thing about this emotional stuntedness is that people may not even realize they are stuck emotionally. That adds a little more complexity to the situation and now emotional unavailability isn't limited to a particular gender. But cultural expectations and stereotypes can play a huge role. For instance, some people, particularly males, receive cultural reinforcement that emotional vulnerability is quote-unquote weak. As a result, They may develop patterns of emotional unavailability to meet those expectations set by culture. So, what are the signs of this emotional unavailability? Well, they vary depending on each situation, but they all revolve around the challenge of dealing with deep emotions. So, here are the top five signs to be aware of. Sign number one, they avoid intimacy. And sometimes not sex as intimacy, but that deeper, subtle intimacy. These individuals may fear intimacy, making it difficult for them to share their innermost thoughts, feelings, and desires. They might shy away from physical affection or even eye contact. When they dodge these intimate conversations, it can leave you feeling like they don't trust you, even though it's not a personal matter. I recall a client talking about her boyfriend who acted interested in her, but was unable to maintain eye contact during sexual intimacy. Sign number two, they avoid commitment. So they're commitment phobes. This can be a struggle for those who are emotionally unavailable. They hesitate to label the romantic relationship or to take quote unquote the next steps, such as moving in or proposing marriage. In friendships, they could be hesitant to make plans or frequently flake out and cancel them. They may even become visibly uncomfortable when you express love or treat them as a confidant. Sign number three is a huge giveaway. They're easily defensive. So these emotionally unavailable individuals rarely Initiate conversation about their relationship dynamics, hurt feelings, or especially requests for behavioral change. They might respond defensively or blame others for their problems, usually you, which can lead to emotional detachment and strain on their relationships. When you set personal boundaries. They get irritated and can also get angry. This reminds me of on dating profiles when people say, I don't like drama. Drama means emotional vulnerability that can often cause conflictual feelings inside of them. Sign number four, they aren't available, period when you need that emotional support or someone to talk to emotionally unavailable people might either disappear or downplay your emotions sometimes they seem really awkward and sketchy when you try to express feelings they might change the subject or withdraw from emotional conversations altogether even when you need to seek advice, or vent. They might insist that you're being too heavy and you must keep it, quote unquote, light. Sign number five, they struggle with empathy. They cannot empathize with how you feel. Due to their emotional shut down, shut off mode, emotionally unavailable people, may struggle with that empathetic ability. They find it difficult to step into your shoes and relate to your emotions or consider your feelings when making decisions. It doesn't mean they don't care, but they may lack that emotional capacity to connect with others on that emotional level. Now that we've identified these five signs, we're going to explore what lies underneath or what is the cause of emotional unavailability. Research suggests that early relationships, particularly with caregivers, play that significant role in the ability to have emotional intimacy and availability. When children themselves don't receive adequate emotional support and affection, i.e. being seen, being heard, and having their needs important, they may develop an avoidant attachment style, making them more independent and emotionally distant in adulthood. Attachment wounds, a uh, popular phrase used nowadays, is a history of abandonment, neglect, or ridicule. This can also lead to that emotional unavailability. Although most of this emotional damage is done in childhood, it can develop later in life, let's say in toxic or abusive relationships. Some individuals with avoidant personality disorder exhibit patterns of emotional unavailability in their relationships. Cultural and gender influences contribute to someone's tendency to avoid being vulnerable with emotions. So the most common question when coming to emotional stagnation is, Is emotional unavailability the same as narcissism? While there may be some overlap in signs, they are definitely not the same. The emotionally unavailable person just struggles with handling emotions, yours and theirs, and expressing that emotional vulnerability. On the other hand, somebody with narcissistic traits may exhibit an exaggerated sense of self-importance, entitlement, and definitely low empathy. Meaning that sometimes they do these things on purpose to hurt you or to control you. Whereas an emotionally unavailable person isn't trying to hurt you. Narcissists are unavailable emotionally because of their access to disorder, but it's just one symptom of many criteria to be diagnosed with narcissism. And here are some other signs that your partner or you may be emotionally unavailable. They avoid labels of all kinds and committing to anything long term. Their conversations are often superficial and don't go very deep. They struggle to identify and discuss what they are feeling. And they sure don't ask about what you feel. It doesn't cross their mind. They're unclear about what they want from relationships There's often a sense, or they say, that they don't trust you. They're inconsistent and run hot and cold. You seem to do all the work in the relationship. They get very defensive when you want to vent or have a concern about the relationship. They often don't have a history of serious committed relationships. And they don't introduce you to the important people in their lives, like children, family, or friends. And last, they often say, maybe not at the beginning, but when things get deeper, they say they're not ready for a serious relationship. Now, what about signs for you? Because remember, people don't often know They are unavailable. Sign number one, you keep your options open. You may already have a backup lined up once the relationship you're in gets too serious. Number two, relationships feel overwhelming and draining. Think about if you're trying to keep your emotions in check that keeping them down and keeping other people at bay with theirs is a lot of work. Number three, you have anxiety about relationships. Number four, when you are presented with the option to get into a commitment, you back out, sabotage, or ghost. Number five, You struggle to trust not only others, but you struggle to trust yourself. Number six, you worry about losing your freedom and independence if you are in a committed relationship. In conclusion, if you find yourself emotionally unavailable or you're in a relationship with someone emotionally unavailable, It's crucial to know that it's not something that you can switch on and off like a light. While emotional unavailability can be managed and is easier to manage than a narcissistic disorder, it often requires that individual to acknowledge the problem and seek professional help, such as a coach or counseling. And remember, it takes time, patience, and compassion on both sides to navigate the process. And know by no means are you responsible or have to stay in the relationship while they do this work or if they choose not to do this work. Know that recognizing the signs can empower you to make informed decisions about your relationship and to protect yourself from potential harm. Thank you, listeners, for listening in with us on the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. I'm your host, Andrea Atherton, thanking you from the bottom of my heart for listening in with us, because I know you have a myriad of podcasts in which you can choose from. Please subscribe, ring the bell, leave feedback. It supports the podcast so much. And don't forget to download them. Tell your friends about the podcast so they can listen too. If you want to join the Love Anarchy community, you can find us on Facebook at the Love Anarchy Podcast. and. If you're wanting to know more about my Mindful Love Blueprint, please sign up for a clarity call so we can find your number one obstacle to finding the love that you desire at AndreaAtherton.com. I'm going to leave you with my favorite short but sweet quote, Love is the only true power.